Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Caring Support Podcast. Here with me, as usual, my partner and the VP of Sales of our amazing platform, James Smith. Today, we have a great conversation for all of you. We're going to be talking to an RPN, a very successful one, I might add. Ashley Fox is here with us. Hello, Ashley, and thank you for joining us. Hello, thank you for inviting me. Great. So I'll, I'll just leave the floor to James, who's going to be <laughs> this amazing conversation. Thanks, Laura. I appreciate it. Ashley, it's nice to see you again. How's yes, life being you? Very well. Um, it's healthcare is unpredictable, as you know, during the pandemic, but um, otherwise doing very well. How about yourself? Uh, it's great. We're in the same boat where it's just nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Uh, a lot of people showing interest in our platform, a lot of different things. It's, it, it, I'm going to say it's somewhat still early, but it's just amazing the the traction it's gaining. So um, there's a lot of stuff coming up. You know, we we live by a roadmap, but we also have the nimbleness to respond to our clients' needs. Um, so let's get started because this is about you and we want it to be about you uh, and the value that you bring to the healthcare, uh, which is great because I, I see how active you are on LinkedIn and other social platforms, which is fantastic. Obviously, you're always sharing other people's stories. You're always aware of what's going on, which is beautiful. So maybe for the sake of our audience, you could give us sort of a sort of a brief breakdown as to who you are, what got you to this point and what makes you so awesome. Oh, goodness. We'll be here for a bit. <laughs> uh, well, my name is Ashley Fox. I'm a registered practical nurse. I work in currently in home care, uh, but my background was in retirement, long-term care, um, hospital, and uh, dabbled a little bit in the addiction um, sector as well. Uh, what I do differently is I actually, I really do enjoy sharing other perspectives. I think we learn a lot more, not just from ourselves, but we learn uh, more for our patient-centered care. We learn more about what other roles are. Um, as we know, the sector is just very uh, complex. There's a lot to learn, and if you're not in it, it's hard to hard to imagine. Yeah, agree, 100%. And I think that's really powerful because a lot of times I keep telling people one of the greatest assets we have is their ability to share a story. And what's really nice and what makes people feel amazing is when you take their story and say, wow, this really inspired me. And then you say, I can't help but feel compelled to share this with everybody else in my network because I think that they'll get tremendous value from it and it will inspire them by extension. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. So we got a few questions for you, as you probably know. So perhaps we'll start, you know, from the top that, uh, you know, that sort of relates to the stories because this might encompass stories. But so with all your, your years of experience, apparently over 10 years, which is awesome, which are the biggest lessons you've learned? you know, about succeeding as a healthcare worker? Well, if I could go back in time, I'm sure my mom will disagree with me on this one, but I had to learn organization is key. <laughs> it took me a while to get there. Um, I found that if I was writing notes, no matter what part of the sector I was working in, I would set myself up for success. Um, mm -hmm. Because the sector varies so much, being able to have that little resource in, in your back pocket was fantastic. Um, the secondary part would be teamwork. Every team that I have worked with, uh, myself, I dabble in agency right now in home care. So I might go into a long-term care home. I might go into a retirement home that I haven't worked in. Uh, it's very intimidating, especially, you know, there's team members, residents. There's a lot to know that 
those who work with those residents know like the back of their hand, right? They're able to pull out Mrs. So-and-so loves this, this drink at this meal, you know, so-and-so likes their pills a specific way. Um, I don't have that. So it's the teamwork is really important. And I've worked in a lot of homes where that is a huge benefit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can imagine the challenges behind that because very often some things are a level of comfort. And then it's the same as when you go in and you get to know, you know, the, the patients, clients, whatever that type of organization. And you're, you know, thinking to yourself, yeah, it would be nice to know that as well. But at the same time, what's amazing is you really are helping out these places by coming in and being able to look after when they're just so swamped, so, uh, you know, burdened, and it's very hard for them to see the bigger picture half the time. So um, working in these different environments, such as long-term care, community, home care, addiction, and mental health, like you mentioned earlier, and hospitals, what, is there any fundamentally, let's say, common traits or denominators, issues that affect healthcare workers, regardless of the environment they're in? You know, it's funny, James, every role that I've worked in, no matter where it is in the sector, it's always come down to the ratio. So the number of patients to the number of staff. And right. it's interesting because every healthcare um, employment would think they're unique in that perspective, and they're not. Right across the board, everyone has the same concerns. Um, and I think that's just because there's so much uh, differences in expectations from the care when you have a ratio that's higher, and depending on the complexity of your clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well said. Uh, interesting because, you know, with caring support, we get a lot of that. And, and it's not just, let's say, the primary care, the you know, whether that's hospitals, hospice, long-term care, retirement, et cetera. We get calls from from areas that go outside of that. So like the dental community, the physio, um, you know, what have social work, uh, child and youth workers, addiction, et cetera, all calling and saying, hey, is there any chance you guys are moving into our arena? Because uh, we are desperate for people as well. And we have started to bring more of that on. We have roles that are like child and youth worker, uh, um, mental health uh, counselors and workers, um, you know, uh, physiotherapists, et cetera. So it's going to keep on expanding all the time. And with that, of course, we're doing what we can to try and help. And But you're right. There is a staffing crisis. This is across the board. This is a, a, a new world we're in now where it's based on the candidate. And it makes it hard for healthcare organizations who've been doing the same thing all the time to suddenly have to change the way they see this, the way they interact, uh, you know, the way that they approach uh, potential candidates or uh, employees. Um, yeah, so that uh, absolutely. So uh, next question for you, what tools and strategies have you used in the past and maybe perhaps the present to overcome some of the issues that have either affected you personally or that you see in healthcare by extension? One of the things I learned to do differently as a new grad is I started we learn in school, eliminate me medical jargon, which as a new grad, you just learn medical jargon. It's fantastic. You want to use it all the time. Um, right. What I ended up having happened was I, I worked in a retirement community and a resident that lived there called down to the, the station and said, you know, I, I need you to come up and see me when you're able. And at the time I was doing shift reports. So speaking to the previous shift so that they could get out, I could set up for my staffing um, and set up for my shift. And so I said to them, no problem, I'll be up as soon as we're finished report. What I didn't take into consideration was that they thought I was actually writing a physical report. So they thought I actually chose not to go see them um, because I was spending so much time writing this physical paper report. Um, it really drew attention to me that 
yeah, we need to explain things on a, a better rationale to patients. I find that any of my patients that had different expectations or different views of the healthcare system, if you were able to sit down and actually explain to them, um, their perspective has changed. Um, right. They are a little bit more open to, okay, I, I recognize that Ashley's going to take a few minutes because she's doing this. Um, they, they feel like they're part of that role and they feel empowered. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. We just did another interview with a, a person um, that uh, works in innovation in healthcare, and, and she sort of talked a lot about that, where it's more about the patient. It's not necessarily just having to advocate for themselves and try to get people to to so they don't slip through the cracks essentially and and now the concept says you know what it has to be centered around the patient they're they're like singularly the most important part of the whole relationship and very often healthcare has been about just you know this is what's needed to be done blah blah and you never felt like you had you weren't like a stakeholder in that relationship that you had a say that really mattered so yeah absolutely and and uh and i mean i know you're an amazing human being so what's really great is i'm sure that you have those compassion and empathy and, and and everything because you you want to understand where people are coming from and why it's so important that you take the time to understand and listen to them which is which is amazing so you know uh so what are the recommendations for other nurses you know like yourself and if they want to develop an, a career in healthcare and maybe even become you know move into management whether that's maybe initially supervisors managers etc what what would you say uh, are some thoughts that you would share to help inspire others to when they're pursuing this journey or considering to pursue that journey? The biggest thing I can recommend for anyone looking to get either into the medical field to start or even looking into those supervisory roles, as you said, never turn down an opportunity to learn. And that doesn't mean that you have to be taking continuing education courses all the time. Right. There's lots of opportunities to learn on the frontline level. Um, Many nurses that I have spoken to, they always want to dabble in a specific field. You know, like, well, I want to go into surgical or I wanted to go into something specific. I find that the most success that I've had in my field is because I'm, I focus on being a jack of all trades. I'm not interested in going into a specific role in nursing. If it's, if it works out, then it works out. But otherwise, I like to learn everything that I can to be the best nurse that I can um, and to help my patients. One of the things I found interesting was I had re reached out to a new grad um, when I had a leadership opportunity. This new grad had been turned down for the opportunity. So she said to, you, said to me, you know, what's different between you and I? And so I pointed out some continuing education opportunities that would really help her for a future role. Um, she had never actually thought of it. She really was so focused on, you know, oh, these continuing education courses, they're so expensive or I don't have the time. I, I really just don't have the ability to do them. And I don't think she really realized, you know, you don't have to go out and take a university degree. There's so much that you can learn on the from anyone, really. It doesn't have to be just the nurse. You can learn from your patient. You can learn from other interprofessionals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very interesting. It's a, it's a daily thing and it doesn't matter what industry, discipline or whatever you work in. You know, I find myself that I'm not if I'm not learning something today, like when I look back on the day and say, well, what did I learn today? That's going to make me a stronger, better person, more resilient. Or is it just a particular quality that I learned or or type of organizational skill and, and what it is I do? And and none of us is perfect and we're not seeking per perfection per se. We should be happy with who we are. It's just a matter about growth um, and growth is an ongoing thing, which is great. Now, I'm lucky enough to work with a lot of superstars in our company at Caring Support, like the lovely Laura here, 
she um, you know she's just fantastic in all the stuff she does in our marketing team and uh, you know and that every day just makes you realize that how lucky you are to have the people that are in your world because you know that when they do certain things whether it's manifest by their content they write or that's something they do or it's just a conversation you're having with them it makes you you know you really say i have a sense of gratitude and now i understand why um so let me ask you this but what would be the the, the single most important well, not single most important but how about i ask this what what was one of the most inspirational things that transpired in your life when you were you know either in getting into nursing or once you had become a nurse that you can think of the most inspirational it you know it's got to be any of the nurses that i've worked with um whether that was on a training purposes or whether that was just any employment that i've seeked um along my career because many of them and some of them are aware and some of them are not you know they were a mentor so they molded that nurse that was coming into the the future um, whether they were aware of it or not is another story, but um, they all had some form of um, creating an Ashley, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they have an impact in your life. Mm -hmm. they, they can often change your mindset. They can often make you re reflect and say, wow, okay, I never thought of it that way. Uh, I know when I was talking about the caring support team, like Joseph, who's the president and CEO of the company, we've become very, very uh, good friends, but I see him as a mentor many times. Um, because of his incredible knowledge about business and what needs to be done next. And we share ideas all the time. But uh, what I love about it is the fact that, that every time I'm around him, I, I kind of I chuckle about it with him. But I say, wow, man, I really appreciate this person's brain. It's amazing the, the stuff this guy thinks of. Um, but, you know, when you were talking about students earlier, uh, and you're, you know, uh, you probably seen or knew about the fact that the academia channel on caring support is really cool because what it does, right, is it is is whether it's uh, you know the practicum internships placements or or full on uh, employment as a grad or whatever. It's amazing how post secondary institutions that have health science can take all their students that are already on the platform, see them, and be able to champion them, cheerlead for them, and then send these right to healthcare organizations and say, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't know any student that would say, no, I don't want you to do that for me. Um, you know what I mean? Because let's be honest, a lot of times in that whole interview process, our confidence is like, you know, especially when we're new to the industry. So I think. Um, what we try to do when it comes to connecting people is I say to them, try to see more than a job platform. Try to realize that this is like networking. This is like bringing you and starting to build a community, an omni-channel concept with, you know, candidate school and the healthcare organization. And there's so much more to come. Um, so it's very exciting for us as well. But, you know, it's really amazing to to work and uh, uh, with people like you, Ashley, to to have, you know, uh, you as part of what we're trying to accomplish and us to promote you and to make sure people understand what makes you so amazing. You know, you have a great attitude, which is always, always welcome uh, and wonderful. So when it comes to sharing content on social media, you do this a lot, which is great. And everything I read, I go, that's really amazing. And uh, and probably I should more than just like or support your comments. Maybe I should start sharing some more of them more than I do. Um, but let me ask you something. If, from your perspective as a nurse, I know a lot of people, they just read stuff. 
but your way of engaging on social media is great. What makes what makes you do that in that way? Is it just that you want to share stuff or is there something else there? I think part of it is and, and you've kind of hit the nail on the head before is, you know, you can read things, you can interpret things, mm -hmm. but you really have to give that voice back to someone else. And if you know, you've kind of it's kind of like a light bulb moment. I'm reading something going, you know what? That is fantastic. I never thought of that before, whether it's patient care or I follow quite a few um, nurses who have branched out into different employment roles and um, become entrepreneurs, et cetera. And um, and part of me just wants to share their voice. You know, there's a lot of people out there that don't take the time to absorb where we're all really bad for that right i mean we're flicking through our phones we're flicking through the channels um we don't really pause and actually interpret that information so if i can give that person a voice across my platform I, i've always said a, across a few platforms that i um exist on like if you have something you want to say whether it's anonymous or you want it amplified let me know i'm happy to share mm -hmm. yeah so let me ask you this where are people going to find you ashley what what social channels are you on best two to find me on is LinkedIn and Twitter. Perfect. Yeah, I'm not much of a Twitter guy, but I live on LinkedIn, no question. Uh, and that's how I, I first connected with you. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that that pretty well, you know, was most of the questions that we wanted to know really uh, about things, Ashley. And you're welcome to share anything with us before we let you go, if you prefer. Is there anything else that you can think of that is that you would uh, think is very important to, to share with our audience? I think uh, just reemphasizing what you had said before about the mentorship and the networking. So often as a new grad, we're intimidated, right? It's a, it's a big world, finding employment, finding the right employment that we don't think about those people that we do network, you know, they will come back. It's just a matter of when, where, sometimes it's an employment opportunity you didn't think of. Uh, and sometimes uh, like you and Joseph, it's another friendship. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. I want to thank you so much. Uh, I know you've been like super, super busy. Things are hectic and, and uh, you know, so it's really great that uh, we're able to do this today because I've enjoyed, you know, what you've had to say and, uh, and, you know, and it's awesome because you see what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually to a networking event later and then I'm going to say, hey, guess which rock star we talked to today and then <laughs> and I'll be telling them all about you. So thank you so much and thank you laura for setting this up uh certainly uh, appreciate it she's pretty diligent isn't she mm -hmm. i was gonna say thank you to both of you i can only imagine the behind the scenes to set it up <laughs> yeah, sure. oh, yeah we really appreciate your time and and your knowledge i'm pretty sure lots of nurses and nurses to be um that will listen to this will really um learn a lot from you and from your decade of experience in nursing so thank you Thank you both. Thank you.